Blog Talk Radio. Hey, this is luxury healing, baby. <laughs> Tuesday show is called You Are the Plug. So cheers to making it to July. Just so y'all know, I haven't had my coffee or tequila or anything yet. Um, we're going to discuss my week, of course, and then the August and Jada drama, which, for the record, I told y'all about this mess probably five years ago. I told y'all the way his hand placements, he's always around the family, and make no mistake, we'll know about it. But the funny thing about it is y'all are dragging Jada Ooh, the desensitization. Yeah, I don't like that, huh? A little older chick, little 45, 50-year-old chick had her a little 25-year-old, but y'all didn't say nothing when Will was being accused of sleeping with men, which none of that is any of my damn business. And when every time they go on vacation, the girls that are with them look like they're friends of their children, but they're not, especially this one last girl, Liza. They all look the same. They all look Mexican or Chicano or something like that, and they're always, I think that she's a little comedian. So let's be clear, I don't even think that's called an open relationship. I think that's called, what is it that y'all like to say, unconditional, right? So remember I told y'all, and I've been saying this for decades, I said I don't believe in unconditional love. It is only from parent to child, and sometimes not even that. You have to be able to look at your partner, which is where that whole term for me came from, and say, I choose this person over everything. And if this person's, I love this person so much that their happiness, not selfishness. Some of y'all are selfish when it comes to relationships, and you're only thinking of it in terms of sex, or you're thinking of it in terms of what can this person do for me, or pleasure. 
that's not really what an unconditional relationship is about. So we're in Mercury retrograde again, which is why August Sun came out and told the business. He also came out and told the business because I have told y'all before, silence costs money. That man look a mess. That means that them checks must have stopped. You know, and Jada got to learn, just like these men got to learn, that when you have secrets, you have to continuously pay that until the other person is happy or satisfied with the arrangement. You don't get to, and that's why y'all mad at Jada for real, because it appears that she used him and discarded him. But y'all don't say nothing when men do that to us. You know, so I'm Team Jada. I've always been on the side of the woman, especially if she's right. And I think that what works for their relationship is none of my damn business. It's really not, okay? Um, Some of y'all would rather sit there and think that the person that you're with is so faithful instead of understanding that your grandparents had side kids. Your auntie had, listen, I just watched, and I know y'all hate Medea, and I don't care. I don't care what anybody says. Tyler Perry does a very good job with a certain percentage and portion of the black experience, especially for women. And I just watched um, Medea's funeral or something like that, not where she died, but someone else died. And it was so um, messy that I couldn't stop watching it. Like, I just, I couldn't stop watching it. And it was funny at times, but the reality of it is, is that a lot of women, because they lack skills to be able to leave and go get jobs, and that's what I loved about this movie is in the end, I knew that the mother knew what the husband or the children's father was doing. And it's it's not to say that she didn't care. It's just to say I have chosen, like a lot of our grandparents did, um, grandmothers especially, I have chosen to be in this relationship not just because I don't have many other financial options, but because it's what's best for my children or this child, you know, this man is an excellent father. And so I'm not going to rob my kids of their father. Is that something I did? Absolutely not. I had an excellent husband, but he was not the greatest father. He was not. Um, Had he been the greatest dad and maybe a not so great husband, I, you know, I, I wouldn't have cheated in my marriage, but I definitely would have been entertaining myself. So I, I don't know if I would have got some Fabio novels or whatever happened. And there's a certain comfort that comes with relationships that have spanned over 10 years, 20 years, 30 years. And we're going to get to that, too. I had a, a lady, Rosie B., actually write in to be her auntie, and it was, it was one that caught my eye uh, where she was talking about she was in a 30-year relationship. And then he just walked away. And y'all know I don't believe that that's how that shit really went down. So um, most of us moon children of cancers, because it is our season, fuck it up, fuck it up. Um, we're not in our feelings. We're little gangsters right now because this is a time where we are standing on solid ground finally. So the rest of y'all are having some watery emotions. So uh, cancer, Scorpio, and Pisces, we're all chilling, most of us. So terrible endings usually are beautiful beginnings. So if you function as your highest pretty much at all times, you would understand that your energy is vital. And so if you walk away from a situation that was not sanctioned for you, usually it dies. And that's why I said about um, what I said about Unc, where I was like, you know, if you just give me 30 days of, like, 
no speaking, no talking, no texting, a certain portion of love that I have for them will start to die. Like it'll it'll be dead. And at that point, it's like, okay, well, you're you're losing out on an energy source unless you decided to plug into something else um, that was either similar or better or just different than my energy, or you're suffering. And instead of you reaching out and trying to mend the ways um, or, or call it a work in progress, you've chosen to suffer. Me, I'm not going to suffer. Um, I'm a hedonist in the sense of I do whatever I want to do until I don't want to do it anymore. And so no outside force or inside anxiety is going to cause me to stop doing someone or something that I don't want to stop. Um, and, and that's how I live my life. Like, so if, if I choose to drink to a certain point, at some point I'll get up and say, okay, that's not healthy for me and I'm going to stop. If I choose to write something, um, I'm going to write it. I'm, I'm seeing a lot of people be so uh, enamored with me and my work because they're like, oh, wow, she tell it like it is. And I'm thinking to myself, there was another way for me to live this life. Like there was another way that I didn't have to say what I said. Because, honestly, I'm not really certain about y'all, but what I don't tell the truth about, it literally kills me. Like, it eats me. Like, even it's like spirit be in my ear, like, tell that bitch she lying. You know what I mean? Or tell that motherfucker he's full of shit. Like, you know what I mean? And, and honestly, it sparks the conversations that need to be had so that we can save each other in whatever capacity. You know, I, I don't want to ever refer to a Bible or any type of religious teaching when I'm having a conversation with somebody about real life. You know, I, I don't want to say, well, in this book in the Bible, it says, nah, baby, what, what's going on with you now? Because I don't think mental health was a factor in the Bible. I don't think that um, the raping of children should be normalized because that was in the Bible. I don't think that prostitution, you know, and being stoned to death and things like that, it, it's just, it's not a book that I would refer to if I'm trying to help somebody. Y'all may, because y'all rely upon things like that. I rely upon, um, as somebody close to me said, I rely upon the truth. He said, I, I asked him, I said, do you believe in God? And he says, I believe in the gods with the S. He said, but I also believe in the truth more than God. You know, and so it, it really is the truth that the, you know, that, that the truth will set you free. So, you know, when things are dying in our relationships, or in our personal life. It hurts, right? And, and I don't know if sometimes it's the ritual of things or if it's the, um, the, I don't know, the comfort, you know, of getting those text messages every day or getting a phone call every day. And so my, my last relationship, which that's what I'll call it, took a slow death. So I'm starting to notice things. I notice everything. He knows I notice everything. So I came to the conclusion that with Unc that, there was nothing that I could have done because I didn't do anything wrong. You know, it's not like he was just looking at me like, damn, she just, you know, she run her mouth or she's out here with these dudes or she's doing this or she, I'm not, I'm not doing anything. So that whatever he has going on is within him. And so unfortunately, like I said, we don't, I, because we were so obsessive with each other, I would say like possessive with each other, like very much when we saw each other, there was no, space like there, there was always like we're hugging or we're touching or something because we genuinely cared about each other um I think that when you take that away from somebody so obviously he had an energy source as well 
And this is a relationship that was not based around sex. Our mutual attraction to each other came from something other than sex. Like, I don't have to have sex with him. We could have just been sitting there and just been chilling. But I also take into account people's mental health. I take into account the other variables in your life because when you reach a certain age, you become responsible for other people and their feelings. So whether it's your mother, your father, your children, your cousins, or if somebody's sick or if there's an illness or you have an illness. So a lot of times when I'm being pulled away from something, I don't know for what reason that it is. I know it hurts, but I don't know for what reason. And typically within three to six, you know, no, one to three business years, I'll find out and I'll be like, whoa, how selfish of me to think that it was about me, that's why this person pulled away or that's why this person had to be removed from my life. Well, really, they had other stuff out doing that some years back, thinking that everything was about me. But let me repeat, it doesn't mean it hurts any less because it does, you know, it does. You want to be around people, you want to love on people, and you feel like, especially me, like when I meet a person, I know that's my person for whatever time period because I don't make mistakes. You know, contrary to, I'm not like y'all. I don't sit there and just talk to anybody that's just coming at me like that. You were vetted. There had to be a vibe. I had to know you or or we third party know other people. I've heard of you like something, right? And so I can put all those things to the side to formulate my own relationship with you. So if I'm in a work in progress in a relationship, which around the eight, nine month, nine month period, that's typically, uh, I look at the patterns of my relationships because I actually do go back and look at them and say, yeah, about eight or nine months, there's a neck if you buck situation. And it's usually in the summer, you know, where I'm always working and doing what I need to do. And men feel like, oh, I don't want to hurt her because I want to be out here with the Snapchat pussy or I want to, you know, go do what I want to do or just not have the responsibility of Denise right now because I am a responsibility. If I fuck with you, you're my responsibility. How you doing? How was your day? Whatever. And I'm your responsibility. You know, not so much feelings, but like, motherfucker, you all right? Like, you good? Did you eat today? Do you need anything, you know? And so when you have somebody that doesn't even take that basic notion and check in with you, especially on your birthday, y'all know that that was like the last 13%. That was the last shot because there's no fucking excuse for that. I don't give a fuck if you had to fucking lie and say that you was going in the emergency room and the ambulance. I don't give a fuck. Meet me on this corner with the fucking ambulance. I don't give a fuck what you need to do. I'm not... I'm not accustomed to men not willing to do what they need to do to make sure that I'm okay or to make sure that I had a good day. It's just, it's, and it's not, it's not going to ever change, you know. So um, the retrograde um, has people really, especially after Venus was in retrograde. So I always said love is a choice. It's not a feeling. So if, you, if I love you, I have to choose you every single day over other things and other people. I oftentimes talk about the fact that I'm very lucky that I don't have disrespectful people like in my DMs and things like that. But when y'all catch me in a new relationship and it seems like it was only 30 days later or 60 days later, trust and believe me when I tell you that all that was was somebody that was on the wait list, not somebody that maybe I even entertained, definitely didn't entertain, but somebody that was waiting his turn. Somebody that was like, okay, I see she in a relationship. I'm going to wait until I know she's not, and then I'm a cat batter. And so when I don't have to respect anybody else, myself always, but when I don't have to respect anybody else's feelings, oh, I'll talk to whoever the fuck I want to talk to. 
coming for, I don't care who it is. And you would be surprised, you know, who's like, let's go eat. You know, I went out to dinner a couple times this week, you know, my homegirls, whatever. And it's just nice, you know, to be able to go outside right now since we're coming out of quarantine and sit and have a salad and have some rosé and, you know, pull your ostrich purse out and, you know, have conversations with people. I like that. It's nice to be able to look at someone walking down the street or someone when they come in a restaurant and say, oh, he's attractive or whatever, because when I'm in a relationship, I'm Stevie Wonder. I don't, I don't see anybody. I don't think anybody, like I have eyes, but I'm kind of like, oh, he's Stevie probably, you know, his balls stink or something. Like that. that's how I think. Like my dude is like everything to me when I'm talking to somebody. But if my dude at any time becomes community dude, then you can take your community aspect to the streets, and I don't want it. Anything that everybody else has, I don't want it. I don't care if it's a car, a pair of shoes, uh, anything. I always pride myself on being the first to, to do something, like with the diamonds on the teeth and all stuff. I did that in 2017. You know, here we are in 2020, and everyone's like, oh, you know, Drake got that done. I had my shit before Drake, uh, before Future, before all of them. So, if I love you, I have to choose you over other things. And if you don't choose me, that's not love. That means that maybe for a time being you were using me. You know, there's a lot of people, and you guys underestimate the power of your energy. There's a lot of people that just don't have it in them to be a happy bitch. There's a lot of people that don't have it in them to be a do-right Negro. They don't have it in them. So they'll attach themselves to you, plug into you, the source and mimic those behaviors, and then next thing you know, they're speaking like you, or they're acting like you, or they're, you know, picking up patterns that you do. That's how you know. Like, I, I had this comment before, and I said this to y'all when y'all break up. I said, if you leave a situation, and you did nothing but prosper, and that person suffered, you weren't the negative energy in the situation. Now, me and Unc didn't really have a negative energy situation. We had an entity situation like he had other things pre-existing before he met me just like I did you know um and so those things I think took precedence over me which I'll never in any lifetime be okay with but I could still rock with you and say okay just you know when it's my time it's my time and we're not talking about this and we're not talking about that and I think towards the end he was unable to do that which caused me to feel unloved unlooked after uncared for and the birthday like I said that just Took the fucking cake. And so y'all know I believe that grown men fix shit. You know, I watch my father fix shit, you know, my brother, even my son. Um, so there's always a period, that's why I say the 30 days, there's always a period within that time after a breakup, kind of like the shadow phases in retrograde, where a man can get his bitch back. There, there's a period of time where a man, if he, if he fucked up or he made a mistake or if that's not how he wanted to end it, he, he can go back and do some shit, which is in my book, Stay in Your Lane, A Diary of a Hot Mess on Amazon and Kindle. It's called The Grandiose Gesture. So it's kind of like, I know I fucked up. We're not going to discuss what I was doing in our time apart, and I'm not going to ask you what you, because don't ask me what the fuck I was doing. If you wasn't with me, don't ask me what I was doing. If you decide you want to come back and you've been gone longer than seven days, Oh, nah, <laughs> we don't have, and I want to say, oh, wait a minute, today is seven days. Yes, it is. It is seven days since since I have departed from that situation with Unc. So, but after 30 days of no contact, which is why a lot of you guys have to understand that the no contact rule is very important, because then there's no misunderstanding. There's no, so for 30 days, like, so I've gone like three days without talking to Unc when I was in L.A., 
because I had to rush out um, for my niece. Uh, there was a situation that needed to be handled. I wasn't able to, um, because as a healer and as an empath, I'm not, aside from my child, the days run into each other, especially during quarantine. So I look up and I'm dealing with someone else's grief and someone else's issues. And I'm like, damn, my phone, you know, and she asked me, she said, you know, from my uncle. And I was like, wait, what's today? Because, you know, during quarantine, the days all ran together. And then I look up and then I get home and then I find out. His phone was broken, glass everywhere. You know, he had to get a new phone, blah, blah, blah. Still, no excuse. And it's petty. You know, two water signs energy is very emotional, and it gets very petty. Remember, Scorpio sting, cancer's pinch. Um, but I'll drown you. That's the difference. You're, you're not a, a cardinal sign. You're a fixed sign, which means you're not going to change, but I can. I can adapt. So, um you know, people, I think, have extended relationships because they continue to choose to be in them. And so if for 30 days you was just out there willy-nilly and you just didn't care and you was living your best life and enjoying yourself, keep that same energy because now my energy might be, you know, pulled towards someone else. Maybe someone else has caught my eye and is paying me the attention that I wanted you to give me and you didn't. You know, so it's not a situation where this wasn't even a morning situation. Like, it's not a situation where, like, I had a whole life planned out with Unc or anything like that. And then it was just like, oh, my God, this is terrible. Um, we terminated, as of now, the business contract because I just, let me say this. So when when y'all order products from 716CBD.com, right, um, when your birthdays come up, like when they're on the newsletter or whatever, I send you guys out coupons or things like that, or I send out extra things. So if me dealing with customers, just a customer's birthday, is something that is very important to me, and a lot of, you know, fashion houses do it, Versace sends me stuff, Gucci sends me stuff, like as far as like coupon codes and things like that for online shopping, um, if you're dealing with a human being that knew your birthday was coming, like so let's just say you're quarantined and you couldn't leave the house. If you don't have a credit card or a debit card that you could have sent something like, it, it's never going to make sense to me. So that type of grandiose gesture, as I stated last week on my show, would have to be something crazy because it doesn't coincide or make sense with the way that we've treated each other or handled each other for all this time. That is something that's completely, like, I was there for your birthday. You know what I mean? Actually, I was out of town, but then when I came home, I brought you a little something because we had only been together at the time, maybe like a month, like just friendly, you know. So, again, it goes back to me being 19 years old and, and having to leave a situation and leave behind back then and then it being so abrupt and then saying, oh, I didn't get the chance to say thank you. So maybe I look at this relationship as, okay, I was maybe there for him during something he was going through and that was my thank you and I can move on in life and never have to look back. But once we start getting to the mute stage where we're not speaking to each other and we're not talking to each other, as I've requested, um, as I've requested, but as a man, if you feel like it's something that was misconstrued or there was something else that was going on and you feel like you want to explain yourself, as a man, y'all should do that. Because it, it, it takes out the hatred at the end of the relationship. It takes out a lot of things. You know what I mean? There's no, There was no effort in the last, like, couple months of our relationship. So I realized that if I take my energy away and if I stop 
fighting for a situation that's not going to be. And let me be clear. I get Will and Jada's relationship because of the fact that, first of all, I told y'all so. And second of all, it's none of my fucking business. Y'all think that people can be together all the time. It's actually quite selfish to be with somebody 30 years. And, and really, it, and it's stupid in your mind to think that in 30 years and 40 years and 50 years of relationships that you were the only person that they saw. That doesn't even make any goddamn sense. Because I can guarantee you, and I'm not a cheater, that, like, you rubbed me the wrong way one motherfucking time and the bitch might have been on somebody's, you know what I'm saying, reading somebody's books or fantasizing about somebody else. That is perfectly normal. I think that Will allowed it because Will has had some indiscretions, but y'all don't want to talk about that. We can take that shit back to 90s, early 2000s. You know, they accused Will of being with men. Okay? Hollywood is a different beast. So Los Angeles is very large, but Hollywood is very small. You know, we hear about Jay-Z cheating on Beyonce just that one time because that was the time he got caught. You would be very motherfucking silly to think that Beyonce don't be blowing out Julius's back, her damn um, security guys. Okay? You would be very silly. If you pay attention to people's body language, you'll be able to know. You understand what I'm saying? It's, come on now, Jay-Z. Oh, Jesus. Y- y'all got to be kidding me. Oh, my God, he cheated on Beyonce. He been cheating on Beyonce. If Halle Berry can get cheated on, we all can get cheated on. But is it really cheating? So I think that what Will and Jada did is said, okay. You know, in the beginning they said we're never getting a divorce, so that's, and I get that. Um, They're in a partnership. And I was talking to somebody who's recently divorced, and he was saying, like, would you ever get remarried? And I said, you know, if I got remarried, it would be very different than the doe-eyed, sandy ideology of marriage that I had in the beginning when I first got married. I did everything right. Met a guy, fell in love, got married, had a baby, got a house, you know, moved, leave to Cleve, right? And it still failed. So, um, and it wasn't, here's, here's the thing, it wasn't because he cheated. It was because he wasn't a hustler. So, yes, he did cheat. My cousin cheated. But it was because he wasn't a hustler. He wasn't, he, he would have let my son and I starve to death, but we would be in the finest Armani. And that, I, 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 I can't deal with that. Um, I know another girlfriend of mine who's married, and she was like, I'm not saying I don't give a fuck if you cheat, but I'd rather that than for you to cheat on me financially. And so I'm talking to a friend of mine who was telling me that his wife left and he never cheated, and I believe him. I believe him. He's a just a real laid-back, um, like, humble type of guy, you know, from Brooklyn, from New York. And But he had a gambling problem. And I said, see, when it comes to money, I'll let you play with a lot of things. I don't let you play with my money. And, you know, they never were in a poor house or anything, but he had a gambling addiction, okay? Gambling, sex, it's it's all the same, drugs. And um, none of that is any of my business because I don't have her side of the story, but I can understand why she would have left him, you know? But gambling can be fixed. You know, you stay your ass out the casinos. We got to get joint accounts. When I start seeing these, you know, withdrawals go up, we have an issue. But would it have been enough for me to leave my relationship? Probably not. You know, even the cheating isn't enough for me to leave my relationship. What, what, you, you have to make me feel uncomfortable or insecure. So like I told him, I said, but you were, you know, you did have infidelity issues with money, you know. So I have to be safe and secure. And, and another thing, a lot of y'all are sitting up there talking about you couldn't do what Will and Jada do. Of course you can't. You ain't no motherfucking millionaire. 
you don't know what the fuck you would allow or what you would do if you had enough money to be kept or to keep somebody. I know a lot of bras that's being kept right now. They have, they ducked off their apartment. You have to pay for silence. And I think Jada stopped paying or he went blind or whatever happened. The way that y'all are dragging Jada, drag these men to these men be having a whole other families, whole other relationships because they can afford it, okay? If you can't afford, and that's another thing. I'm mad at y'all women. Y'all be out here messing with these dudes, and y'all know I don't believe in side chick, main chick, or mistress. I only believe in white. All y'all bitches is doing the same thing. You're all doing the same thing. Um, I think that what Will and Jada did was they were able to find some place in their relationship that was comfortable, and I'm sure it was weird as fuck and awkward when Willow and Jaden are little, and, you know, if I'm not mistaken, I think Jada was eating a little pussy back in the day, too. I think she's she's probably bisexual, so I think that whatever works for them, that's what works. And if Will ain't complaining about the shit, why are you? I think that August, I'm not saying he's playing the victim. August is a man that's in love. He had him an older cougar cat, and he was beating the brakes off her. And listen, y'all know I love younger men, too. These men ain't the only one. I'm not going to let you have all the fun, no, sir. You understand what I'm saying? I had a relationship with somebody that was, what, 13 years younger than me, and that's fine. And I'm and listen, and I've said this. If you go back to some of my older, older shows, I've said this. The youngin' was killing y'all, killing y'all older cats. He was he was precise. He was on time. He was putting dick down. He was eating ass. He was being pretty. He was doing everything. Okay. He was showing up to events. He was you know dressed properly. He was gifting properly. You know, and that's not. And he wasn't no trick. He wasn't somebody that um, I haven't had a trick in a long time. But he you know he wasn't somebody that was like here just take some money. He's just a hardworking. I won't say kid because he's a grown man. But he was he was in his twenties. Okay. Superb. Superb. The only thing that stopped me from fucking with him was him. The age difference started showing its head whenever it was like we would want to go to events and he want to go to this concert, but I want to go to this play. And then at that point, we just kind of parted ways, and he ended up um, having a baby, which was weird because I was like, wow, so you was, you know, messing with her when you was messing with me, and that's disgusting. Or you could have just told me because then I could have did you the same way. Um and so I think that whatever works for people. So I can't say what I would do if I was worth a half a billion dollars and my wife came to me and said, I'm unhappy, you know, you're, you're on the road all the time, you're always filming. We always said that if we, you know, wanted to see other people that we would do that. Me, I'm too crazy and jealous at this time, and I'll be the bitch. Like, I can't do a threesome. I can't do. But what I did say, and I will say this live on air, is that if I was in a solid relationship, although I don't like women, like not sexually, if I was with my husband 10, 20, 30 years, we probably could fly to Vegas with a wig on and get a girl, and she could please you. You can't fuck her. She can't do nothing to me, and I will watch. Like, you understand what I'm saying? Because and she would be anonymous. It wouldn't be somebody that we, I can honestly say I would do that as a gift. But to me, that's normal because it's like, well, I'm doing this to please my husband or my partner of 10, 20, 30 years because we're solid. He's not going anywhere, and we don't know this broad. So this is something fun for us. Now, do I mess with the type of dude that would allow me to have a dude eat my ass in front of him? No. See how that situation wouldn't work because I'm not going to get pleasure out of any of it because I don't like women. 
You know, I could go to a strip club and say, oh, my God, you're beautiful, touch titty, touch a little ass. That's just what I do. My best friend, she got the biggest booty, pretty booty ever. I touch her booty all the time. She married. It's just what I do. And she just be standing there like, okay, like, <laughs> this is just what I do. I'm a girly girl. Like, I love, I love women, but not enough to sleep with you. That's not my thing. You can't do nothing for me that, you know, Big Papa can do. So I just think that people are more into polyamory than you think. Like, if you're one of these bras that's like, you know, as long as he come home to me, it don't matter what he do in the streets. First of all, you are perpetuating the AIDS virus, <laughs> you know, allowing this to go on, and you're not getting nothing out of it. What are you getting out of it? Some of y'all be allowing these dudes to cheat on you for free. Not that any money or a car is going to fix if you get a disease or if you knock a bitch up, but y'all got to stop letting these dudes have all the fun. You know, if he don't want you, go where you want it. Go where you love. I, there's never a shortage of any men. I don't, like I said before, I don't care if I'm 100 years old. There's never going to be a shortage of men that will hit this cat. It's never going to be a shortage of men that want to lick me or, or eat some ass or do something for it. It's never going to be a shortage of that. If I choose to entertain that because I have enough respect in all the industries that I'm in that men don't come at me like that, it is always – um, I remember, and it was so sweet, I remember I had a dude say to me, he says, he says, you know, I would love, this about a year ago, he says, I would love to take you out on a date, but I know I can't afford it right now. He was like, so I'm going to get me another job, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to double back when I get my finances straight. And that's so cute because, really, I don't know what vibes I get off. It's, whatever you see on my Internet, that's only 1%. So I, trust me, what I do is far worse than that, but I'm private. You don't have to do all that. Little things, like, make me happy, you know. So I appreciate the fact that you think that, you know, that's what you need to do. So money is never going to keep me, but stability is. Consistency will always keep me, you know. And, you know, we had to let go of Pink Toothbrush. And y'all know who Pink Toothbrush is if you guys have read my book, that the fact that he was back in the picture for a brief uh, moment of time just to, you know, see how I was doing and everything was okay, Um the universe shut that whole entire situation down. And if y'all know where Pink Toothbrush lives and all that other stuff, you know exactly what the universe did. That was like, nah, bitch, that ain't it. So it's very easy for us to get scorned or to get hurt and to go back and give our po- and give our power to somebody or something that didn't deserve it, you know. Um, and I didn't do that this time. I kind of just was like, I think deep down I don't, really believe that me and Unc are over, over. I feel like there's a conversation that needs to be had face-to-face. I feel like there's something going on with him that don't have nothing to do with me, so I can't be selfish. And I feel like if it gets to <clears throat> that 30-day mark and he continues with, because listen, man, y'all got to understand, we're going to tell y'all, leave me alone, do this, this, and this. Within that first 30 days, that's not what we really want. You know, we want you not so much to beg, but we want you to be like, listen, can we sit down and talk? Because I'm realizing that, you know, you were a plug of some sort, you know, that there was an energy associated with you. And it was dying. And I remember the last time I saw Anki was like, we're disconnected. But we're disconnected because you're not doing your fucking part. I'm doing my part. I'm right here. I'm the plug. Plugging in because you're choosing to suffer or to go through something and instead of sharing that with me where I could have just walked away on my own, you didn't do that. You knew that by not coming through on my birthday that that was the end of it. Oh, I tried. No, the fuck you didn't. No, you didn't. Not when, listen, y'all know, I got motherfuckers out here risking it all 
just to say happy birthday, you know. And, and they can be in whole other relationships or whatever, but where I stand with them or where they stand with me is always the same. You know, they'll do anything for me, and I appreciate that. So I think that when we are <clears throat> looking at other people's relationships, especially as we get older, like some of y'all ain't even been in relationships five years to be worried about what the fuck Will and Jade are doing. You know what I mean? You are the power source. You are the plug. So if you take your energy away and that motherfucker decides he wants to go and plug in somewhere else, let him do it. But after a certain time, right, that's how them, them they call them, what are they, they call them, uh, oh, my God, what are they called? Uh, the baby. The Wayne Wade has one. Not a oops baby, but a, a break baby. They're called break babies. That's how break babies come. Y'all took a little break, 30 days. Because you know these motherfuckers, when they want to go do something, they're going to do it. And if they feel like, okay, I don't want to have because I'm a responsibility, I am. Just like you're my responsibility, you're my property, I'm your property, whatever. People can say, I'm not your property, bitch, I am. When I'm with somebody, I belong to them and they belong to me. So anything that's around it, that's why that little girl that messed with a money bag, yo, uh, Ari, she told that bitch, she said, yo, don't call him poppy. She said, I will beat your motherfucking ass. That's how most girls are. So they can act sweet, they can act nice. Like when we know where it's good at, like, we're not just leaving like that. So to the men, you, you got about seven days of no contact, she hurt. After that seven days, you ain't reaching out, you ain't trying to see her, even if y'all broke up and you don't really want to break up, you understand what I'm saying? You don't have but three more weeks. You got a 30-day period. If you let that broad go for a total of 30 years and you kept up with the no contact rule and you didn't text her and you didn't call her and you was having the time of your life and you didn't see her, bruh, after that 30 days, you dead. You a trick baby to her now. Like if you come back or she goes back, it's just literally just for sex and she's going to disrespect the fuck out of you because trust me, somebody else has took your place. And it's not to say that women, you know, are replacing you in a 30-day period. It's to say that someone, you gave someone else the opportunity to fuck her. That's what you did. You gave someone else 30 days to romance her and woo her. And in the summertime, (laughs) that's foolish. Totally foolish, but hey, I get it. So I'm not as hurt and broken up as I could be because I understand my power. I understand that when we saw each other, what we did to each other, like as far as like being happy and just being very um, innocent and childlike. So Unc might be a monster to other people or have them, but he was never, ever that way towards me. Like, and, and in fact, I don't think he would be. I think that he would, he would take any everything in him to not be that way towards me. You know, y'all know I like I like them uh, roughnecks, them ruffians. But I'm going to leave it at that. Um, when you're protecting and nurturing your energy, um, you are the plug, period. So when you walk away and you be seeing these dudes like, you know, oh, damn, he, he on pills now, he on perks, and he messed with this one, and they just take a – straight, be glad that you unplugged yourself from that because that same girl that you talking shit about could have been you. Because, honey, they can use up your, your power source. And especially if you're not recharging yourself or doing anything for yourself, it, it becomes an issue. So my breakups, yeah, they hurt a little bit, they sting. But um, for the most part, I can honestly say that no dude that I ever rocked with that did me dirty, which aren't going to do me dirty, he did me a little filthy, but he didn't do me dirty. Like, it's not like he dragged me. It's not like he's like, oh, no, I don't fuck with her or nothing like that. He knows. He's not dumb. But I think we had to cut the business aspect of it off for now because 
You're just, if you can't be that way towards me as a person in business, that means that you're not going to respect a lot of the values and core beliefs that I have on how to treat people when you're in business with them. So he didn't respect any of it. And I think that that's a lesson that he needs to learn. But man, y'all got about three weeks uh, left in this uh, retrograde. And y'all better get it together. Eclipse season is coming. And if y'all want your bitch back, your woman back, go get her. If y'all are okay and you know you can't do something for her and she, you know, this power source that you don't want to lose, a lot of men will let their women, not so much cheat because it's not cheating. They will allow them to do whatever. It's like, okay, if I can't give you no money and I do to give you money, get money from him, but, but the ass is mine. I know a lot of dudes that's like that. Y'all don't want to talk about that, but, but I do. You know what I'm saying? So for me, I think that whatever is – and here's another couple. So everybody loves Tiana Taylor and Iman Schubert, right? They had a little baby scare as well. They participate in, like, outward, you know, different relationships. This is not the time for women to be dissatisfied in relationships, ladies. We get whatever we want in relationships, and if you're not getting it, then that's not the relationship for you. So if he allows you to sleep with other women or other men and that's what y'all do in y'all relationship, that's your plug. That's, that's what it is. As long as he's happy and you happy with it, it doesn't matter what everybody else is doing. I'm not saying that polyamory is for me because I'll punch a motherfucker right in their face because, you know, I have to be the queen bee at all times, even if it's just in my own house. But, and I don't compete with bitches. I'll just leave. I'm not going to compete with anybody. Whatever another woman does for you is definitely not the same thing that I do or will do for you. And so, therefore, I don't, I don't compete because there's no comparison. We don't have anything to compare to. It's just two different, two different entities. And the same thing with men. But I think that Iman and uh, Tiana Taylor are a wonderful couple, and everyone's always like couples goals, but I always tell y'all not to say that because I'm like, you don't know what that couple does or goes through to look like that or to be that way or to be so in love with each other because they're completely comfortable. So to me, unconditional love means there's no condition. And cheating is a condition, right? So if you take the word cheating out of the vocabulary and say, um, you're unable to do this, and listen, y'all be all kings and queens, this, this, and this. Listen, when, uh, what is it, the Spanish queen became too old and she couldn't have kids, and I think it was Henry that decided, he was like, listen, I love my wife, I'm not leaving her, but I'm going to go smash these ones over here because I need to get me some heirs. And her coochie dried. Literally, this is what was, if you watch the Spanish Queen on uh, Stars, that's literally what he says. Okay? That, this has been going on for centuries. So just because it doesn't fit into your relationship, and it would never fit into mine, but I can understand how a man could love somebody else besides me for a completely different reason. But could I understand him leaving me for somebody like that? No. You see what I'm saying? So you got to do what's best for you. So I'm going to play, y'all, the new Tiana Taylor. I love her. She did an homage to um, Grace Jones on her album cover with um, the, the spiked, the, the high-top fade like cameo. And this is a song with her and her husband called Wake Up Love, and I just love it, and y'all will too.
for the dot, little mama. Drama gon' play a part, pain is art, little mama. It just can be touched, hung up on the walls. You wanna sell it later, then cool. We taking it all, little mama, it's real. I'd save you from a burning building. I wear the burns as gold medals, turn you on to remember. Even though you scarred me, I took it, so I know the feeling, but yeah, let's fill it to the ceiling. I'm really f***ing with you. It's a whole lot more than a makeup at the breakup. So don't fight back, just write back, baby. I know I demand a lot, and you don't like that. So let's just leave the baggage. I'ma hop us on this flight back. Get right I want back, you right? To wake up, love. 